everybody how are you today i am so happy to have alze with me today we're going to talk about this really exciting um i know you've talked about product you talked about service but have you talked about being a product with your service or your information how to basically productize it i mean we we've seen it but we haven't talked about it so alze thanks for coming on the call and um, sharing your insights with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me and uh, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So you've been coaching for a while and you know, when they go to your site, they're looking at it and they say, okay, business coach, we've seen business coaches. Okay, he's gonna tell us, okay, what we need to do is we need to figure out what our offer is, our message is, our, this, that. But, but what really excited me was when I saw you say that you, are teaching how to productize. I can't even say it. So you know, I don't know how to do it. Um, your 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 offering. You know, how yeah. do you make your offering a product? Yeah. And that is amazing to see somebody teaching that because we just look at products as tangibles, and then we look at services as just intangibles, and they're just out there in the wind somewhere. Mm -hmm. But you're saying you can actually package it in a way that a person can can conceptually mm -hmm. touch. It. Mm -hmm. You know, they can conceptually make it tangible in a sense. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about that as well as yourself and how you got to this point. Sure, sure. Uh, so uh, let, let's let's do, do the do the background thing first. We'll, we'll do it real fast, and then we'll, we'll charge right into the concept. Okay. Uh, so when I got started as a consultant, it was roughly 2008, and when I got started, I had an undergrad degree in business, I had a master's degree in business, and I already had a Fortune, Fortune 500 company already under my belt. So I thought I was getting started off as a consultant with some pretty good bones. I thought I was doing pretty good. Yeah. And what I didn't know was that I, I was going to hit the absolute wall. I mean, I mean, when I say wall, all of it, I'm talking about the money wall, the time wall, the, the, the client wall, the overwhelm wall, the depression wall. I hit, I hit the whole thing. And, and so then imagine my confusion on why this feels so overwhelming when I had all this formal training and I had all, all this solid experience. I couldn't figure it out. And right. let me fast forward the story for you here. There are some basic business fundamentals I was never taught. I was never taught. I never, I never took a class on how to be a business owner. And as far as I know, that class still doesn't exist. Now they'll, they'll teach you entrepreneurship as a as a as a broad concept, yeah. but the mechanics of what it means to run a business is 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 mysterious still for many of us, even when we're profitable. Yeah. And it was it was mysterious for me because I was making money. I was just crazy. Right? I couldn't think straight. So then one of the basic fundamental elements that allowed me to get my business back under control. 
was simplifying my services, was what, I, what, what we now know to be productizing my services. I, I didn't, didn't even have the language then, but I had the language now. Simplify your services, pro productize your services. So let, let's transition now into what the concept helps us understand. When you, or as a, us, we as experts, are yeah. selling skills, we're selling knowledge, we're selling expertise. Those are all things that are incredibly intangible. You can't see them, you can't touch them, you can't feel them. However, for us, they're incredibly real because you were there when you graduated. You were there when you worked on, 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 on that awesome project. You were there when the client smiled back at you and said, good job. You were there every single time. So for you, you completely remember all the details of your awesome experience. Uh -huh. But this new prospect you're talking to, was not there for any of it. They weren't there when you graduated. They weren't there. They weren't there when you got got your last attaboy or at a girl. They weren't there when you got your last set of results. They were not there. So you, so you, you trying to uh, uh, explain this awesome thing that you've done or or need to do with them just falls on deaf ears. It just doesn't land. Okay. So those are those are that's intangible expertise. That's the reality of that. Now let let's draw a hard comparison so we can see it as fast as we can. When your when your prospect goes to buy a car, a vehicle, what is that experience? They go to a lot and they look and they, see, they can see a number of cars on the lot. They get to choose the car that, that, that looks good to them. They can open the door. They can sit in the driver's seat. They can put their hands on the steering wheel. They can play with all the knobs. They can they can they can turn the wheel. They can play with the gas. They can even they can even test drive that car on the block if they if they want to. They can hear, touch, see, smell, and almost taste that vehicle while they're, while they're sitting in it. So I want to draw a really loud comparison here between what, how, what the number of senses triggered when, a, when a, a, a prospect buys a physical thing and how those same senses are not triggered when they buy an intangible thing. So it's in our best interest to, to get to that standard as hard and fast as we can. Make our intangible, invisible service feel as tangible and feel as real and as, as practical and grounded as we possibly can. So there's the standard. There's, there's the concept. Um, where should we go from here, Jeff? <laughs> Guide me here. Well, I mean, you know, you, you hit on a lot of nice things. Like when you're talking about those tangibles, like buying a car, you know, they, like they used to say, it sells itself, you know, because right, that's right. you start to imagine you being in that car. Where that's right. intangible, you might not can imagine that process or the end result or whatever that may be. And, and it's true. When we went to school, because I, I have an MBA as well, mm -hmm. they taught us a bunch of concepts that in the real world, you're like, it doesn't, first of all, it doesn't happen like that. And second of all, you're like, this isn't like a business that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. You know, these concepts aren't really transitioning over to mm -hmm. day to day of mm -hmm. how to, to, to manifest or, or operate in a way that is textbook. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, that entrepreneurial experience is different. And it's mm -hmm. not something that you can can pinpoint. And I love what you said. They weren't there when you had your success. So you telling them and even having a testimonial, they, they're not there to experience it. Mm -hmm. They weren't there to say yes. 
when that happened, we won. You right. know, right, um, right. It, it, it's sort of like the game last night. Okay, Baylor won, but we weren't there, so we right. can't throw up the confetti and we right. won. We just right. saw it on TV. So you know that is something that's hard with the intangibles of how do you get that emotional, you know, that that feel, that hear, that you know, see. Hopefully they're not tasting cars. Now, if you tasting the car, you need to <laughs> if you licking steering wheels, you need to go ahead and buy. <laughs> right, that you might need, be your car. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I, I think nobody else is going to get that car. <laughs> but, but you know, how can they they you know mentally taste right what you're offering? You know right. the result, and that's really it. The result. Right. You know, right. and how do you transition that? I mean, how do you get a person's to in their mind, because really, even when you are doing it physically, it's still a mental exercise. How That's do right. You, how do you get it in their mind that yes, working with you, I can see this. Right. I can feel the the feeling of having the success or right. achieving the goal. I can, I can even like they used to say in sales, taste it. I can taste it. I can right. taste this. How do you get to that point? Right, right. Okay. So the, the first thing we have to do is, is appreciate how far away from this standard we might actually be. And sometimes okay. we think that we're really close to it. Oh, no, I know what I do. Uh, uh, the, our, our, our software thing has 49 steps to it. Okay, that's good for you. But again, for the other guy on, on the other end, he's not seeing any of that. So when okay. we appreciate that, we could be way, way further away from the standard than we think. Okay. So now the question becomes, how do you begin to make, begin to make this real? So Jeff, you highlighted a really important point here. Your client, your prospect is mm -hmm. trying to achieve something specific. There's a, there's a goal. And yeah. that goal is typically measured by something. Now, there's a lot of ways to measure things, but there's typically a number attached to that goal. And by the way, the goal is not always sales. That, that, that's a whole different conversation, but it, there is a measurement attached yeah. to this goal. And yeah. so what your job, my job, our job as experts is to get our clients to their preferred goal as fast as humanly possible. Okay. So, so there's the, the, the fewest number of steps required to get to that goal. Now we gotta appreciate that for a minute because sometimes as experts, we get caught in our explanations. Yeah. We, want it, we want to tell everybody about, no, 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 I've done this 90 times before. No, wait, let me tell you about the, the third client I work with. More stories, more stories, more stories. And as you do that, you are, you are blurring the picture. You are muddying the waters. What's important yeah. here is that guy can see a straight line to what he wants. Can you get him there? So if you can yeah. see, that, see, see that, that, that straight line as the expert, now so can he so listen sir to get to get to where you just described is four crucial steps they work like this one two three four do you think that will take okay. you where you want to go now he can confirm that path or deny that path if he denies that path no i don't think that's the right path okay well what which of these steps should we change did we miss one what's the best way of getting there now we're having a dialogue yeah. about about how the scope should work so now I'm introducing a word that, that we've hidden and I'm highlighting it now, the word scope. The project that you put forward to your client must have a predetermined, defined scope. Kind of consider that the box that okay. this lives in, right? If, if, it was a, if, if the product fits in a box, the scope is the box, 
right? Okay. How much stuff fits inside the unit? How much stuff fits inside the box? So that, so that's a that's a good place to start, right? Now, the next layer on top of that is is your your uh, your offering will be delivered over a certain time frame. Okay. So so how long does this thing going to take? Is it take one day, five days, 30 days, six months, a year, etc.? Now, as experts, we love to be non-committal about this. We love to say, well, you know, it depends. The moment you say it depends, you just punted this deal. You are not closing this deal now. You have just destroyed this, this whole conversation. Okay. You have got to commit to something. You have got to commit to a certain certain amount amount of time. If you are if you are uncomfortable with the with um with with over committing, meaning meaning you you don't want to say it takes five days when it may take fifty days. Okay, well well then extend the timeline. Listen, what I'm sure about is that we can get this thing solved in sixty days. Now it might happen faster than that, but sixty days for sure we're going to have this done. Be the okay. expert. Be honest. Right. Give okay. them, give them, give them that, give them that, 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 that framing. But you can't be slippery about the time frame. You got to give them a time frame they, they can they can get their head around. Okay. Okay. Now, once you've understood scope, now now we have a, how how much are we doing? We got scope. Now that we understand timing, a sense of how long it's going to take. Okay. Now we can talk about pricing. How much did it cost? Now, okay. scope, time, and price give you a framing for productizing. All of that together, it, things begin to feel more real. Now, here's the thing about pricing, though, because, again, we, get, we, get, we, can, get, we can get loose about, about pricing also. Okay. Pricing is about um, – pricing is in, is in comparison to the other choices that your prospect has. What you should not do is bring a price, you know, you pull it out of the sky, uh, 15,000, um, 4,500, four, 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 um, 200. Right? That's what we do, right? We just, we just pick a number and throw it out there and just kind of see what happens. I think, I think that's unfair to you as the expert. It's, a, it's unfair to, to, your, to your client. Again, again, we're looking at this outcome that they want. And we're trying to give them a scope, a time, a price to get to that outcome as fast as fast as humanly possible. Okay. And we're pricing the value of that efficiency. Okay. And and we and we view that in comparison to what they would do otherwise. And for most of us, if you know, in this most of us, the, the, your your client's going to hire someone else to do it. They're going to hire someone or something else, some other agency or firm, to do it. Yeah. Well, what does that cost you? 20 grand, 30 grand, 50 grand, 60 grand, whatever the number is, whatever that doesn't matter. But it's in that comparison place where now you can price. So you can spend 20 grand with that fancy firm doing things fancy ways, hoping you get it right. Mm. Or you can spend 2000 here with us and get it solved in the next week. Well, that's a much easier decision to make. It's easier to get their head around it, right? See, touch, feel, smell, taste, yeah. right? It's easy for them to decide right now. Yes, I want that. I want what you just said. The way you just said it. Can we? Can we do it today? And okay. so, there, so there, there, there comes the bones of how you can productize your offering effectively. Okay. Now, do you actually mention, like, when you're doing that STP? Yeah. Do you mention um, those other comparisons. Like, for instance, you could say, well, you can go hire, which will cost you anywhere between thirteen to forty thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Or you can go this route. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that is that is about elegance in the conversation. Okay. So, so these alternatives are the ones that 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 your prospect is already thinking about. Okay. Right. What's up? What's on their mind? What's in what's in their awareness? Because if you start throwing out options, you've now bloated the conversation. Right. We see we've, we've gotten in the way because now we, we've added four or five other other choices they, that, that they weren't considering. So okay. what you what you may find and, and if you if you if you if you've been doing your thing for a while, you find mm -hmm. that people want to work with you. Mm -hmm. Like just from from the just in the beginning, they want they want they want to work with you. So they don't have really many alternatives. They pretty much chose, decided that you're the person, but you still have to offer them that this very clear roadmap so that so that so they know how to get to the end. Maybe okay. they are price shopping or or proposal shopping. Okay, right. well in that honest dialogue, you you should be able to to discover. Hey, if you don't work with us, then who might who might you work with? If you don't do it this way, what other way might you do it? And then okay. in that dialogue, then they begin to, to tell you about the other things that are kind of in their thought process. And then here's, here's, here's an important statement here, an important idea. Mm -hmm. Then the two of you can decide together which option makes the most sense. Oh, okay. So, okay. hey, listen, the way we would help you is like this. But what I'm hearing is you want something that's more along that, that way. Then you might want to go ahead and go down the street and, and, and have, 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 have those, those folks help you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Productizing and the and the and the uh, the clarity of that offering mm -hmm. helps both of you understand where the best place is to get that problem solved. What that means is that the clients who choose to work with you literally and truly chose to work with you. You got fewer bad oh. clients now. They chose you as their option. Clients okay. that choose to leave need to leave because you are not the best option, and and, and another option is better. So okay. there you go, more more efficiency when you choose to operate this way. Okay, so it's really a good fit both ways. It's not absolutely. Just, if you have money, I'll I'll do what you right. want, to, want me to. Do. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. The, the whole idea here, and see, all this all this makes 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 it feel good to both of you, right? Because you get to tell your 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 prospect what you just said. Listen, we do this for both of us. This is so both of us can get can get what we need out of this thing. Yeah. See. There's your there's your buy-in, right? We're both quote unquote bought in without without any fancy corporate words, right? Okay, okay, that makes sense. So it's 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 a lot like relationships when you're out dating. So it's a lot like, hey, you know, I can. You, I remember I used to be told you can never talk your way into a date, but you can talk your way out of it. Yeah, uh, there's truth to that. Yeah, and like we just talked about earlier with our Atlanta experiences that you know there's a lot of options out here but they might not be your best options right out there, you know seriously uh, so you out here dating everybody might not be your best option so so same in business i think i, th I think we've all had those clients that after the first check you were like i would give it all back you know <laughs> i would give it all back if i could that's right uh, but now I'm, yeah yeah that's right that's right. That's right. So so having an offering like this allows you to talk to the right people more quickly, the correct people more quickly, which also means if you've got a sales team or, or if, if you're doing sales things, because we're all doing sales things, you can spend those sales efforts in the right places. You're now okay. doing fewer things with higher intensity. And so every time you show up in a sales interaction, you can be confident now. You don't have to worry about is this the right guy? I'm not sure. It's weird. No, no, no. You've you've done a lot of that effort already because your your product tells you 
who you should be focused on. Who wants the outcome we create? That's the lady I want to talk to. That's the guy I want to talk to. And so everybody can, again, can be more excited about the interaction. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, what's the process to get yourself? I'm going to say a word that a lot of people cringe hearing because mm. it's been overused so much. Mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's a way to get into a mindset to start to productize? I mean, yeah. because it is different than, I guess you would say, the old smile and dial sales days where you just hound people down, tell them what you have until they submit to you and say, okay, man, I'll just buy so you just shut up and stop calling me. That's right. Um, how do you transition your mindset to say, hey, this is really going to be a business relationship? That's going to be a win-win, and um, let me provide you with what I offer or present yeah. to you what I offer and see if it's a good fit for both of us. How do you right. get to that mindset? Yeah, yeah. So let's – let's because that word can be very fuzzy. I know it can be. It can be a very word – a word that is used very loosely. Uh, how about a word yeah. that, that, that we all like? How about the word decide? So, okay. really, so really what we're saying here is that we're going we're to start making some decisions. We're going we're to start deciding who we serve best and who we don't serve best. We're going to just make, 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 make that decision. We're going to decide that the best price point for us, if we're going to offer that kind of service, we need to be at this number. And anything oh. less than that number doesn't, doesn't fit us as well. Hold we're up. Gonna, hold go up. ahead. Hold up. I, I, I was like, hold up. <laughs> we about to get religious and preach because you, you're <laughs> preaching right now. I mean, really, you preaching right now, making sure that you have enough to do the best work you can do. That's right. It is hard when you start to, to lowball yourself and you just take offers because it's something. Right. Something better than nothing, like they say. Right. And then you are scraping to try to fulfill what you promised. That's right. See, if you've done that once, you've done it a hundred times. Once you do that one time, when you you lowball yourself just to, just to take a deal, and now you find yourself in week three, week eight, week twelve, trying to deliver something that you can't afford. You don't have the time for it. You you didn't get paid enough. You can't hire the right vendors. You can't get the right support, and you eat all those costs. Yes. You do that once, and you start making your whole internal narrative changes. You start you okay. So what we're talking about is how you can decide to stop operating that like that. You can today can be the last day that you ever take a deal like that. And yeah. what you're going to do is you're going to decide here's how it's supposed to work. If people want X done, then here's the fastest way to get X done. And here's what we have to do for them to get that done. And yeah. we're going to tell them that right up front. We'll say, hey, you, we can get done all, the, all that you need. We're gonna, we can get it all done for you. But here's how that has to happen. One, two, three, four. And the cost of getting that done is X. Now, do you, is, that, is that a route you want to go down? Do you want to do that? And they can decide no. They can always decide no. But here's the word again. Decide. The other person now decides if they want to go forward or not. If they don't want to go forward, that's fine. But if they do, they can do it with confidence. And that confidence creates momentum through the service. Have you ever had clients not call you back? I'm talking about clients, people who are paying you, and they will not call you back. You ever ask clients for information and, 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 they, and, and they won't get it to you? Or that they, they pass the, the decision maker, the contact person off three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times? See, all that garbage, we can, we can cut, out, cut it all out up front. 
Yes. Sir, ma'am, I want to help you go where, you, where you're trying to go. Here are the terms of getting that done. Here's what we need from you because we're going to be – when you say go and you pay this money, we are shot out of a cannon. We are, we are fast-forwarding to all of, all, of, all, all of what you need done. Yeah. Why would they, why would they break that? Why would a client in their own in their own thought process and their own you know who who works against their own goals? People don't that that's that we don't do that. So this 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 thinking of productizing puts you in alignment mm -hmm. with their goals, and so now both of you are aligned toward the exact same thing. Your team members now, you truly your truly team members, is simply a better deal now. But we were, we were discussing mindset decisions decisions. Okay, here's another part of the, this conversation of 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 decisions. And this is the uncomfortable part. There's gonna be there, there gonna be some things that you currently do that you're gonna stop doing. You're gonna decide to stop doing some things. Okay. And so and some of this and so Jeff, this this is what you were highlighting is that some some of these are old behaviors that you've that you've had for a long time, yeah. and some and some of us have been profitable with those old behaviors. Man, I made, I made money doing this stuff. Now it's always been unprofitable. You're just used to doing it. Yeah. And it did. It didn't get in the way of the money, so it was okay, because it wasn't that 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 big of a deal. But part of what we're saying here, when you decide that you're going to focus on this kind of service, means you're not going to focus on that kind of service. Yeah. And what what does that mean? Kind of bottom line understanding here. That means there are some clients in your roster right now that no longer fit your new focus, and you got to begin to phase them out. Yes. And that's money. Yes. That's revenue. And you're going to go, wait a minute, if that client stops, stops work, working with it, that's two grand a month or 20 grand a month that, that, that we've been getting get, you know, in, in our arrangement. You're saying, Al Zayda, to, to, to cut that out? I'm saying you've already decided. I'm saying you've already decided that your client on the left is a better fit. So that means clients on the right need to go. No, I'm not saying you send them a cease and desist letter and you, and you kick them on the street. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. in the spirit of transition here, we're yeah. going to spend more effort getting the clients that we fit better with. Yeah. And then we'll just slowly phase out the old ones. But that is absolutely a decision that you're going to have to make. And I think you should make it in confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that's very important. I actually had a friend of mine tell me that and, and actually more than tell me, show me that. Uh, he was like, you know what? I'm phasing out all my old clients and I am going this direction. And within a matter of 30 days, he landed deals that were like amazing. Yeah. But it was because he made, like you said, that decision. He yeah. said, okay. And at first, you know, I was thinking the first 15 days, that 30 days, I'm like, you just got rid of right. your, your client base. Right landed that deal it was triple of what all his client base was paying him to, all together in one right. deal right and it was because he made that you're, you're using words that it's very challenging especially to those that that are like non-committal right like commitment decision right right those are, those are words that sound easy but you know sometimes it's hard and, and yeah going back to dating you know, we always here. You don't want to commit. You know? Right, right. You know, make a decision. Right. And, yeah, making that decision and making that commitment. But then after you, you do it, you're clear. So you can be clear with, with your prospects and with your clients. Yeah.
Yeah. Okay. So, right. Okay. Okay. You are, you are totally correct. And I use those words on purpose. I use words like decision and commit on purpose. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, but here is, I think we'll all like this, this next part of the conversation. Yes is also a decision. Okay. And we love hearing yes. Man, we love it. We love hearing yes. Okay. We're trying to make yeses easier. We're trying to make yeses easier. Okay. What, 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 as we make these yeses easier, they be, they, they create a momentum all on their own. So okay. once once you get two, three, or four, you just told the story, Jeff. Once you get two, three, or four of those next level clients, see you're a different firm now. Oh yeah. Right? You 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 got three you got three clients now that that each of them are three X of what you were doing annually before, for example. Yeah. See, you're you're a different firm now. Like the, the game is different, and you and three yeses get you there. You don't need ninety yeses. You need you need three. Okay. okay. Here, one more thing to add to that, right? Get, kind of getting ourselves over the, the risk of making these decisions. Your best clients want to decide. Your best clients do not want to fool around with you for six weeks or six months while we, while we experiment with ideas. They don't want to pass back, back and forth a proposal eight or nine times. Your best client does not want you in their office for the third time re-explaining re your entire service model. They don't want to go through all that. Your best client wants to decide, and they have put a budget next to that decision. Now that number might be exactly what, 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 you, what you wanna charge, or it might be less, or it might be more. But what I would argue is what's more valuable is the attitude of decision-making. If you, if you get in the habit of looking at that client and say, listen, we wanna help you make a good, 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 good decision here. Typically for that scope to get you where you wanna go is $10,000. And they look, because they're, they're, they're trying to decide, right? So they look back at you and go, God, we love everything you said but the best we can do is 8,500. Okay, now, two adults get to figure this out. We get to figure out what we flex so that a deal can be done. Mm -hmm. So I'm not suggesting that you just eat the $1,500 difference and carry on. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is now we now have a moment where two adults get to discuss what happens next because both adults are now trying to decide. Okay. We want to decide if you're the right client for us. You want to decide if, if we are the right vendor for you. So now in that, let's figure it out. Should we, should we shorten the scope? Should we shorten the time? Should we get some supplement? Can you find the budget someplace else? See, now we can dialogue. Mm -hmm. but, we mm -hmm. can, but we only got here because of, of the clarity that we brought and the clarity that we asked our client to bring or our prospect to bring. Without that okay. clarity, everybody's guessing. And, and we guess, and we guess, and we guess. And guessing, by the way, equals proposals. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, <laughs> the manifestation okay. of guessing is proposals. Well, we're not sure. Send us, a, send us a document, please. Well, we're not sure. Send us a write-up. See? Guessing. And then you have to guess at what you think they need. Yeah. Guess, 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 guess. And again, you've done that once. You've done it 100 times. You know how expensive proposals are. You don't get paid for them. You oh, got yeah. to give your best, your best thoughts in them. So you have worked for free, and in worst case, they, they take your proposal and they shop you, and they go oh, tell everybody else about it. Yes, they definitely shop. See? And, and some of them have the audacity to come back and let you know, 
oh, we talked to this person. This is what they're offering. And you're like, wait a minute. So if you're telling me this is what they were proposing, you told them what I'm proposing, and now you're playing the, you know, size against the middle. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's a terrible feeling because now you're begging for their business and you're pretty much at a loss before you even started the game. See? So, yeah. Yeah. Been Who there. wins in that? Yeah. Who wins in that? Yeah. Now, the client thinks they're winning. The, 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 in that moment, they think they're winning as they're playing both sides against the middle. Yeah. But really, all they've done is force down the price. Yeah. They have they have not clarified that what they what they are purchasing solves the problem. That, that's not that's not that's not, not not the game they're playing. The game they're playing is how much scope can we get for the smallest amount of for, for the small smallest spin. Yeah. So they'll get it. They'll get they'll get it. They'll get the most that they want for the least amount of money. That's what they'll get. Yeah. But, Will they get a solution? I don't know. Here we are back, back, back to playing craps again. We're guessing. Yeah, and here's the bad part about that is it sets a culture that as the service provider, now you're shopping for the biggest deal too. So if a bigger right. deal comes along, you're telling this client, well, forget That's you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You know, hey, I got a bigger client. You can just, you know, go somewhere and figure That's it right. out. You know, That's right. now you've already set the tone that this is not a partnership. That's this right. Basically a, a mercenary. That's right. So yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Now you can alleviate all of these pain points that we're talking about this journey that we're talking about. It's what experts go through every single day, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And one of the primary tools that you can install in your business immediately to resolve these challenges is a productized service. Okay. If, if you'll just make the decision to be more precise about what you offer and give it a, a, a finite scope, time, and price. If you'll just do that. Now, can you add more complexity? You, you certainly can. Like, like all things, there's depth and you can, you can add bells and whistles. Uh -huh. but there's, and, and you don't have to do this, do this across your entire practice. Okay. Just in one specific place. In one specific part of your business, listen, if you've got this thing as a, as a problem, we offer you this core solution and we're great at it. Yeah. Can we do it for you today? Man, if you'll just if you'll if you'll just put that in one place in your business, you'll get addicted to that efficiency. Okay. Okay. So you're basically gonna set it up and say, hey, we got this this particular scope. This is what we offer. We offer in this time frame. And then we also offer for this price. Now, with that price, that price may vary, right, based on who you talk to because of their needs, right? Am I correct in that? Maybe, maybe, maybe. So, 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 what the first thing I want to, I want to, I want to push against is I want for the person listening to the podcast, I want to push against adding variability. So, oh. so, so the idea of one. Okay. To, it is one solution. It is. It, let me say clearly. You are targeting one clear profile of person okay. that has one clear profile of problem, and you are offering one clear solution to that problem. Okay. I would highly recommend that you see that picture first. Okay. This person, this problem, this solution. See that as a picture. Now, once you see that clearly, then you can add on to that. Add price points. You can add scope variations. You can okay. You can you can play more games. But I, I, I my first push is to push against the variability. See the efficiency of one. 
Feel the efficiency of one. Feel it. Actually, inside your company. Go, that was a lot easier. My gosh, that was easier. And then figure out how to copy and paste that okay. efficiency. So it makes it easier. Okay. It may, it, it, now, it requires decisions. And that's, that, that's, that's, part of, that's part of what you're highlighting here, Jeff. It does require some decisions. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But boy, you do it. Your client does it. We all like it. Okay. Okay. Well, that that is a lot. A lot. <laughs> Even though it was it was it was small words, it it transforms you tremendously. Yeah. I mean, commitment, decisions, you know, that STP, I would love to brand it. Of course, there's a brand already out there called STP, but yeah. in my mind, I was thinking STP. That is awesome. Yeah. But of course, you know, we can't use that. <laughs> but, right. Right. But I mean, you know, if you want to remember it, just think of STP. Just think yeah. of it. I mean, because that is really a good uh, framework in doing this. Now, you offer coaching in regards to this. I mean, yeah. you offer a way to help those get out of their own head um, that has been trained traditionally over yeah. all these years and have a lot of a lot of habits. I'm yeah. not going to say bad habits. I'm going to just say habits. Right. Um, you know, with working with you, what does that look like? I mean, you know, what does it look like to work with you? Yeah. Here's here's what I've done actually over, over the last six months is I have turned all of my coaching offerings into one core membership. So what I've done, okay. and this, this, this is actually good because it shows you the journey of productizing. So uh, I did not know this concept when I, when I started. I just started like most folks started. I just thought I knew my stuff, quote unquote, right? Yeah. But what I've, what I've learned to do over time was hear the problem that the client was facing at the time, a prospect. Say, hey, what are you really going through? Okay, how do I get that solved as fast as I can? So I developed these smaller programs, products, right, that would get clients to get their, get their problem solved. And so now what I've, what I've done is I've taken all of those efforts of productizing and I've centralized them. So all these problems that we've solved over the years, they are now in one core uh, membership of, of offering. So, so working with me, um, um, uh, being a coaching client of mine, it, you, can, you can opt into that by simply joining the membership. So okay. what, that, what, that, what that looks like productizing is one of the core pillar systems that we that we we, we put in your business as fast as, as we as we possibly can. You okay. as 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 we, as we discussed today, you need some version of a, of a productized service now. It just makes your life easier. So okay. there's some other systems that that we that we uh, that we add to your business, and those systems work together. And so okay. that's what that's that that that's but that's where I've come. So. That journey will also be the journey you go on, right? As you productize, as you as you learn to hyper-focus on a client, really solve that problem, fix it, and then that roadmap, that pathway becomes an asset. Okay. You have asset number one. And then you work, 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 work with client two, client eight, client 12, client 15, and now you've got 15 assets. And now you get to decide what you do with these very deliberate assets. It, see, okay. that, you know, assets. We we run businesses, right? We need assets, and so this this is this is how they're built, and what you can do with them as you as you grow them. And the sweet thing is, you're dealing with your ideal client, so you're not. That's right. You're not muddying it up with your clientele that's not really ideal. That's right. And that I've seen right. I've seen that early stages of my business 
to where I was working with different spectrums of clients. I mean, right. I'm working with fortune size clients. I'm working with solopreneurs, total different needs, total different goals. That's right. Total different process, everything, resources. Right. But yet when you're looking at your catalog, you're saying, oh, okay, so I'm working with these type of clients and this is what I'm offering. Right. Well, you're now confusing yourself because you're like, this person's needs, you know, they're willing to do this. They're looking to accomplish that where this other client is on the total opposite side of the spectrum. Right. So how can I truly say this is my ideal client? Because, That's right. you know, it's, it's sort of like going out to eat and you're eating seafood, but then you're eating steak but then you're eating chicken, but then you're eating burgers. And then you're like, yeah, you know, my favorite food is, well, I don't know. Cause I've eaten so many things today. That's right. I really don't know which one I really like the best because I just ate everything. That's um, right. And so saying, I only, you know, I tease vegans all the time. I'm a vegan. I only eat this. Right. And so your limitations of what you can eat is, is confined. But you know, that's all you eat. That's what you do. That's right. That's you right. Know? So yeah, I think that's really, really good because it is hard when you're servicing a lot of different types of clients. That's right. And they all look totally different. That's right. And, and you're trying to say, this is what I offer. And it's really based on, I'm just dancing to whoever got some, that's, some money. That, that's, that, that's, 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 that's it, right? So, so under what you just said are, are two things. You just said the first one. When really, because some of the pushback I get, right, is is is, but Alze, you know, I have all these all these kinds of clients, and you just offered my, my my very first response, which is no, 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 no. You took money from anybody who would pay. That that's what that's that's what that is, right? Okay, so let's just be honest about that. And I understand at some part of your business that's part of, that's part of the growth curve. I get that too. But now that we know we can make some decisions, let's make some, right? Okay. So the other, the other part of that is here comes some honesty. It, will you be honest with yourself and be honest with, with your team on which section of those, of those clients you serve best? You don't serve all those clients the, the, the same, the same uh, to, to, to the same degree of excellence. Oh, now, man. you can. You can wing it. Yeah, you can always wing it. But I'm talking about the people you know. No, no, no. If that guy walks back in here, I know I can help him. Now, this yeah. lady, I'm not sure. That guy, I'm not sure. When they come in here, I got to figure it out. But if this guy walks in here again, <laughs> we know we can help him. So the, 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 the first practical step of, step of productizing, just being honest with yourself on, on what category of, of clientele you serve best. Yeah. And then from there, you, again, you can add, you can add, you can add. Like that old saying, it's not what you can do, it's what you should do. Yeah. And, you know, and you start thinking, well, I have the talent to do this, but it's going to be like pulling teeth. I really don't want to do it. I'm going to probably look at it, stare at it for a few hours before I even get started on it because I really don't want to do it, but they're paying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, instead of saying this is really what I enjoy doing, what I'm good at, what I'm best at, right. and everybody is going to be satisfied with the results, and um, you know that that comes with the decision. And a lot of times, that decision at first does not look like it's going to be the most profitable decision. Great point. That's that, that's a that's a great point. And you can talk yourself out of productizing right there in that moment. 
Yeah. You can talk yourself. Uh, uh, you said you said being vegan. At first, the idea of being vegan doesn't sound like a good idea either because yeah. you're aware of all of what you don't get to eat. But yeah. if you can hang in to being vegan for a minute, do a little Google search, find some vegan recipes, find a few vegan restaurants, you know what? They got some, they got, they make some pretty good food that is specifically vegan. Yeah, but it takes you gotta just breathe for a second. Is all that I'm saying. I'm not saying this takes six months. I'm saying mentally and emotionally, in in that mindset, in that attitude, in that in that decision maker of yours, yeah. breathe for a second. Just 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 kind of play it out for a moment in your mind. Okay, if we really committed to this, how amazing could we be? How much could we really charge? How fast could we do it? How much energy would it create for us and for our team? And if you if you kind of push into that for a second, you go, you know what, being vegan. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah, but and I love ribs. There we go. I love ribs, I'll say. I, I, <laughs> those, those ribs aren't the same. They're not the same. <laughs> well, maybe so maybe what we're saying is it's the Atkins diet then. So just different diet, right? We yeah, we yeah. we we just pivoted. Hey, business people, we 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 just pivoted. But the idea is still the same. When when you're on the Atkins diet, there's certain things you do and don't eat. What yeah. I'm what I'm saying here today is you are going to go on a diet. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. eating everything from, from 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 everybody is actually making you sick. Exactly. This diet is actually a choice you need to make. Now, whether you eat all meat or whether or whether you eat all vegetables, <laughs> your choice. But one of those two diets is, is, is better for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. and, and it helps you sleep at night. And I think that that's one of the things, like you said, taking a moment to step back and do a mental breath to actually see what what helps you sleep at night. That's right. And what keeps you up at night? And I, I know as a um, uh, consultant, there's a lot of times that, you know, I've taken on projects and it was hard to sleep at night. It was just hard. Yes. Because I, I'm constantly thinking, how can I first how can I do the best I can do at it? How can I get this off my plate? Because right. I don't really want to do it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, how can I hurry up and get this project over with? And if you're going into the project thinking, how can I get this project over with, then you probably shouldn't even took the project. And in the first we're not taught, I guess, in business school to take project there and right. let me show you how to, and you notice I said sell you, let me sell you how to, you know, <laughs> right. that type of thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I appreciate you taking some time out and, and sharing this. Everybody, if you are looking to productize your services or just make it to where you have a process that works, mm. a process that you can sleep at night. And, mm -hmm. and I, I keep going back to that sleep at because money is a thing. Sleeping at night, you know, it, it, that lifestyle is important. If you mm -hmm. want to go through that process, I encourage you to, to, to look at the content. Look at the content. If it's a good fit, then reach out and then go from there. Take it from Thank there. You. But, you know, don't at least look at the content then, you know, that pain points on you because it's there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. So great. Well, everybody, once again, thanks for being a part of the community. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And if you have any questions, go ahead and put it in the comments and um, we'll reach out to you, get your questions answered, see how we can help you grow your business. Mm -hmm. All right. Take care. Mm -hmm.